This is the Crushing Through Life Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Crushing Through Life podcast. I'm Rob, and I'm with my buddy Jim here. How's it going, buddy? Not too bad. How's everyone? Good. If everyone is just me. It, uh, <laughs> it is in this case, but uh... so it's been a long, it's been a while since we 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 we've last spoke. Now that we're coming out with a bang with our audience of just you and talking to me. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, Hey Ben, good. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been well. Uh, so we've been, we haven't chatted for about a month. It was a bit a month and a half. I think it's about a month and a half so far. Um, it's been I, a while. Yeah, I actually had surgery, uh, believe it or not, for the very first time in my life. Never had surgery before. Um, I had septoplastic surgery. That was your first surgery. Very first surgery. Never had surgery in my life. It's kind of scared, but you know, it, it, there's so many videos on YouTube of people like day three of post recovery, like this yeah. is how I am. And it's like, all right, it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, these people are trained professionals, but at the same time, like, you know, anything could go wrong, I guess. So there's always that, that question. And I think, uh, like I've, so I've never had one. So, yeah. Uh, glad you came through. Yeah. Thanks, man. You're, I basically, Pull it for you there. <laughs> Cheers, appreciate that. Yeah, basically, I just got it done because of, um, uh, I guess, throughout most of my life, and uh, you know, this weight is definitely a factor as well on top of it. But I had uh, a deviated septum, so like my the cartilage in my nose was curved. Um, could only breathe really through one nostril, and um, you know, most of my, most of my life, I can remember since high school, I've always had like issues waking up and being exhausted. So, you know, some days are good, some days are bad, but on top of like that, and then dealing with, uh, I also have seasonal al- allergies. So I was like, I got it. I had a sleep, sleep study done. I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta figure this thing out. And, uh, you know, went through the basic stuff of, all right, try, you know, nasal steroids, try a CPAP machine. Didn't really work. Through the ringer, to, yeah, right through the ringer. Decided to go full force into this into the surgery, um, which which wasn't that bad, you know. It was about uh, it, you know, first time having like anesthetic and IV put into me. Actually, it was it was very 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 first time I ever had IV, and that was that was so weird. It, it does say something about I guess about your like health of your life that you're, you know, gonna turned 32 and that was your first IV. Yeah. Mine, hap- mine <laughs> happened over 20 years ago. And I guess, uh, I, you know, I'm not trying to, to challenge you on this, but yep. did you not have, um, like, so LASIK, you wouldn't technically count as a surgery? Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about LASIK, oh my God. Yeah, you're right. No, I totally would have counted LASIK as a, well, as a I mean, surgery, yeah. It's, I guess it's, you know, it's a little bit different, but um, yeah, just, I totally forgot about that. But then as I'm looking at you here on the, the cam, I'm like, this son of a bitch isn't wearing glasses. <laughs> Yeah, I've been wearing glasses most of my life. Yeah, yeah 100%. Okay. So, since, so you're two uh, for great. two. You're two for two on the, on the surgeries. That's good. <laughs> two for two. 
uh, I guess I would count this as more of a more of a major surgery, like on the face, you know, like just really yeah, getting yeah. in there. You got to be knocked out. LASIK, I was awake, but yeah, hundred percent. That's that's way more scary to me. I'd rather just be like, wake me up when it's done, and then you know, there's nothing you can do anyway. So I'd rather like, <laughs> it's like once you get in an airplane, you're not you can't pilot it yourself. Like I yeah. just want to sleep, and then hopefully I land in the. <laughs> hopefully i wake up and everything's fine yeah we, we landed yeah um the 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 first surgery yeah i guess lasik was like you know no not 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 a major well it, it was a major deal because most of my life was wearing glasses wearing glasses since uh, i think it was grade grade one when my wow. teacher told my mom I was like yeah i think your son uh, i think your son needs glasses here he's been squinting a lot you know he can't really read the clock when we do <laughs> <laughs> that was a different issue but yeah <laughs> So, um, yeah, LASIK I was awake for, and uh, that the first 24 hours, that was like the most brutal part where everything was just like any any light was just so vivid and bright and like hurt my eyes. What's the uh, recovery process for LASIK? LASIK, so you, you have the surgery done. Um, it, it's, it's literally 15 minutes. Hmm. Uh, it's super, oh, wow. super fast. Yeah, it's, it's these guys are these guys are just printing money, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Cause it was like four grand <laughs> for wow. 15 minutes of work. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty expensive. Um, I mean, depending where you go, you, I guess you could get uh, some cheap job. Some, some, from mean, some guy down in alleyway. With, <laughs> down your, in alleyway. with your eyes, you might want to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Plus I guess the four grand also, uh, you know, I, I, I paid for the warranty. So, which was $500 an eye. Which is if you get older and you need some touch-up work, then I'll do it again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Man, that is nuts. Yeah, yeah, but the recovery process for that wasn't wasn't terrible. It was um, it was the, the main the main issue was like the first twenty four hours. Everything was bright, vivid. Any light sunlight in my eyes, brutal. Watch, I couldn't like. You're not supposed to watch TV or whatever, but like I was in the living room with my wife and she was watching a movie. I was just like listening because i can't view any screens at all but i just wanted to be with her and like listen to something <laughs> it's like an audio book yeah and it's just the like surround sound <laughs> and it's just like I, the, even the, the light in the side and my peripherals was just like brutal um but she was uh she was great you know took That's care awesome. of me uh did the drops and all that as per schedule and uh i no longer wear glasses and and, and i had a really 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 bad astigmatism um where your pupils that you know they're not they're not perfectly round they're a bit oval like a football mm -hmm. and uh you know well you you know how many glasses i've broken i've broken oh, yeah. in the past and lost and <laughs> and my mom bought me a pair of glasses really nice ones yeah uh for christmas one year because i didn't really want anything but i needed a new pair and like i wanted something kind of that looked good um and it's not something you like frequently buy if you don't lose it all the time. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I had them for about two weeks wandering around in the forest after a couple of <laughs> drinks, maybe. And yep. uh, I never saw them again. Whoops. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I never saw them again. Uh, did you get did you get a replacement set after that or uh, just a stern talking to? In, in due time, I did. But uh, yeah, no, they. Um, I think I just reverted back to the old ones, but it was like... Yeah you you're such an idiot yeah I, I remember you know getting my replacement glasses every time i, I like i broke them so many times as a kid and oh yeah 
Oh yeah. I'd go tell my mom or just Belenza to be scratched up and she'd be like, oh. <laughs> you know, there goes another five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars, whatever it costs, right? And like and my and sister she had benefits. And then I mean I think I can only pay pays for one pair every every right. year or so. Yeah, and even then it's not the it's not usually the full amount. It's usually like they pay up to a certain amount. So depending on what kind of glasses you need, which your yeah. prescription, as I recall, was quite strong. Yeah. Um, hence the LASIK. But uh yeah, my sister lost a pair when she was young and I didn't have glasses yet at the time. And I remember thinking like, she, my parents are going to kill you. Like they were like, <laughs> they were like broken in half. Like not. Oh my God. Like, yeah, like right in the. Oh yeah. Right, Just in, the, right snap. in the middle. Yeah. Here's a, I guess this is more of an audio podcast, but in case we ever put it on the video. Yeah. Well, I bet you we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, so you mentioned you had IV before. Yeah, when I was younger, I had a, um, I forget the, like the, the medical term for it, but basically I had a bone infection in my right foot. And um, the, the kind of annoying part was it uh, was that it was like right after, so I had just turned 12 and it was that summer. And the last week of summer, like Canada Day, I'd started to hurt and we weren't sure what it was. And I spent the first night in like, you know, kind of the emergency room with people coming to check in and I had blood work done like six times in the first day um I ended up being in there for for two weeks and in the, in the wow. time that I was there I had blood work almost every morning um used to call the doctor the vampire because she'd come in and take my blood <laughs> and uh it was like to the point where they have to you know I had multiple IVs um so they they usually start in your hand and then they work your way up right uh your arm um and uh just because like you can see the, I mean, with my wrist, you can, can see the veins a little bit better, but um, I remember being really mad at my aunt because it's not like they stick a needle into your vein, right? It's, right. it's very, very annoying because you have to replenish your fluids and, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people like obviously when you're sick and I had, someone had stopped by and I, you know, I've been in the hospital for like 10 days at this point. They still didn't know what was going on. And uh, I was given this like putting golf game by I think maybe like Greg Borges or a friend back then like one of, one of my good friends came in I only had I didn't want to tell anybody so only like two people came in yeah besides family and I'm playing and my aunt comes and she sees that like I got off the bed and I was walking around but uh, some of the blood had gone up the IV and oh, then no. she called the nurse and I was like oh it'll just go away like don't say anything she called the nurse I remember being so mad because they they're like oh it's not a big deal we'll just put a new one in but like we got a couple interns in, it's great for the practice. I'm like, that's fantastic. This is, <laughs> me, this is awesome. Get me the professional now. Yeah. Interns, get out of here. <laughs> uh, an embarrassing story actually about that hospital trip was, so the uh, the first night um, I was there, my mom stayed with me. That was the only night uh, that someone stayed because we still didn't know it was wrong. Like, uh, you know, it was, so it's kind of scary in a sense. Yeah, I bet. Um, Especially for your your mom, you know. Right, so she so she stays with me, but she must have gone out to get dinner or something or check in my sister. My sister only would have been 10 at the time. And uh, I had to take a piss. And the IV is plugged into the wall. The machine's oh, plugged no. into the wall. What do you do? So, so like, I, I didn't know what to do. I literally, and I waited and like, you know, sometimes you're waiting a while and you're like, oh man, like it's, I'm starting to, starting to really have to go. Like you'd be hopping up and down. So, but I'm not doing that because I'm just lying there in the bed. I haven't been right. told anything. Right. And, uh, and probably like another hour goes by and eventually I'm like, 
it's going to hurt, but I'm so shy as a kid. I didn't say anything. And then my doctor comes in. And at this point in time, I'm literally pinching it. So like, I don't just piss myself. The doctor, <laughs> the doctor comes in and he tries to shake my hand. And I'm like, if I shake your hand, I'm going to pee myself. And he's like, just unplug the machine, man, and walk to the bathroom. And I had no idea that that was a thing. So I literally like, he helped me unplug it. And I like hopped. How long were you waiting? Like 10 minutes with a pinch. It was, oh, un, it was, brutal. oh my God. Could have done permanent damage as far as I know. Insane. Just unplug I, the machine, man. Like, what, I haven't what told are you so doing? People, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I, I, and actually, I don't even know if I've told my wife that story. Like, only my mom maybe knew it. But I was like, <laughs> if I shake your hand, it's game over down here. Yeah. Yeah. You got to help me here, Doc. What do I do? Yeah. Thank yeah. God he came in when he did. Like, yeah. But, yeah, it's funny. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's funny when when you when you when we run into like problems like that in life, and and just like we're we're so lost and naive, and and you know we we're so afraid to ask or call for help sometimes, even when the button's right there beside you. <laughs> it's well, like, what do I do? What's funny now, I guess, is you know looking back at, I guess because all those situations happened, yeah. I'm I'm more confident to to say to somebody like, what's you know, what's the standard here when I have to go to the bathroom? Like now I would just ask, like yeah. if I'm ever in the hospital again, I'll just be like, I can what's unplug this, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what's yeah. the policy? <laughs> I assume people go to the bathroom. You have them over there. They're not just for viewing for visitors. Like, 100%. Yeah. It's pretty crazy though. But everything turned out to be, turned out to be okay. Or did you need? So yeah, I ended up having a, yeah. a bone infection. Right. Um, so I guess like, uh, you know, I was younger. I used to scrape my knees or, or um, I think, what they said was they actually think it's from biting my nails that an oh, infection wow. gets in and then it goes into your bloodstream and it sits uh, in like little cracks and stuff. So I guess right. it got all the way down to my ankle and then it sat in a joint. So oh my where my, my joint was, I had an infection there. So anytime I moved it, it was like excruciating pain. Like Ooh. for the first week until they started to give me medicine, um, it was like I couldn't even walk on it. So that was another thing. Like I had to literally hop to the bathroom. Like I couldn't put any pressure on, even if I, you know, knew that I could unplug the stupid machine <laughs> and the IV from the wall. Uh, but I had an R, uh, sorry, an MRI, um, a gallium, gallium scan, I forget. And like, I had a whole bunch of stuff. Like they did tons of scans as like a, uh, not a CT scan. I don't think that was for your brain, um, yeah. but I had a bunch of different stuff and they, um, yeah, finally they were like, we think it's just a bone infection, but right. um, you know, until I left, they didn't know what it was. So uh, you know, it's still pretty scary. And back then, I actually I used to shave my head, and I'm already white as a ghost anyway. So <laughs> picture like I looked like a cancer patient because I was in the hospital, shaved head, hadn't seen the sun for the first two <laughs> weeks of summer, and I just walk out like scrawny oh. kid, like oh. needles like look like track marks on my arms, like. It was pushing uh, around the IV stick, like yeah, this. Everyone's just praying for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, oh man, yeah. that's brutal. Yeah, it was crazy. Not yeah. and then, like when you're a kid and you're 12, you only get eight weeks of summer. So right. Um, you know, spending the first two in the hospital is pretty brutal. Of course. Yeah, that's not fun. Um, so what did they give you? You know what? I'm not even sure because I, I think in the beginning it was just like you know try and get your fluids up do this right. and then um it, it's so long ago now like it's 20 years i don't remember i'd have to ask my mom um but yeah it's one of the one of those weird scenarios i guess that uh you know i don't think about very often but yeah super fluky random thing 
osteomyelitis. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Wow, you remember that. I, I just, it just clued into me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not have remembered that. Yeah. I mean, hopefully that's correct. I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> it's like someone's going to look it up. It's not even going to be close. This guy's full of lies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so I, I have like uh, anxiety when like I get any, even when I get blood work done for mm -hmm. some reason, and it doesn't even like I, I'm not afraid to get needles or whatever shots. I don't I don't care. But when I whenever I get something drawn for me, I don't know if it's just a blood thing. Or when I get blood work done, um, I have to lie down. Like I just start clammy, cold sweating. Like I'm I'm like I'm fainty. Mm -hmm. So like the I remember like almost falling at one point, and the nurse was like, "All right, the next time you get blood work done, you have to tell your nurse." <laughs> that you got this way because if you fall you could hurt yourself you oh, could yeah, smash yeah. your head you know just you know whenever you get your blood work done you will lie you down first because usually you're just sitting in a chair right but i was just like yeah anyways when i got my <clears throat> septoplastic surgery done i was getting an iv for the first time and um i didn't think it was going to be like that like the like a, a reaction like the blood work so i was mm -hmm. kind of uh, yeah, because they're putting stuff in, not, yeah, with, exactly. not withdrawing it, right? Yeah. yeah. But then I felt the, like, the IV go through my arm, like, mm -hmm. throw from my hand and go, it's, go it's up cold. my arm. And it's like, oh, it's so weird. And that sort of, like, freaked me out a bit. And I told her, she said, okay, lie down. Um, like, that, like, I told her that I had this reaction. She said, okay, lie down. And then, like, you know, I was getting cold sweats or whatever and, and uh, small small hints of an anxiety attack uh happening and she's like all right well let me let me quick <laughs> let me quick at the iv and she she speeds it up so it's like more intense but it'll, oh, it'll, no. it'll go away faster i guess instead of it being a slow draw so that was like oh fuck that's more intense um but i was fine like lying i can deal with it when i'm lying down i'm just like okay whatever i'm sweating I, and i know what's going on and i can just talk myself through it but yeah, yeah that that first time i think i remember the first time i had um like i donated blood now and i donated blood in, in grade 12 for like the very very first time and I, it's sad for me to say this but i haven't done that since when i really probably should because you know you, you should always try to donate blood whenever you can yeah, um, my sister used to do it i'm curious now yeah. if there's any um I like passed out, but I, but I, you know, like I, I, I passed out real quick. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I have this weird, like anxiety reaction to blood being drawn and, and I, and I feel bad because they have to deal, A, they have to deal with me and B, I don't even know if it's enough blood I'm giving <laughs> that's going to help somebody. Um, I think you can't think that way. I think like yeah. all of it, you know, it might not even reach somebody, but it's the idea of when it does that it, it's just the, the value of when it does matter is mm -hmm. so important that right. all the times, you know, if it just, your body re replenishes it anyway, you know? So yeah. like it's, um, it's in you to give. That's it, man. It's in you to give. And, you and get I that, think, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and, the, and you get that big chocolate, chocolate chip cookie at the end. Oh yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I, I think one of the things with, um, you know, even, even your own, like, you know, you said you get anxiety about it. The anxiety that you have now, where you said like, you know, the IV, it should have been fine. It's it's uh, more of a deposit than a withdrawal. I think in your own head too, like, you know, I, I get this way with certain things where 
you know, you think you're going to be fine. And then you're all of a sudden you're in your own head and like, you're like, uh, maybe I need to lie down. I mean, you probably would be fine. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I know in, in my own self, like there's, there's times where I kind of, it's not something similar to that, but mm-hmm. in my own head, I'm like, I know this feeling. I don't like this feeling, but I'm, you're yeah. not quite there. You're like, your mind is starting to think about it. Mm-hmm. And then you like push yourself to where you're uncomfortable and you like, now you want to lie down because you think you need it. Yeah. You just want to get over that. Like, I'm not, but, I'm not sure yeah. point and just get there real quick just to deal with it faster. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, I used to have it not so much these days, but I used to have it whenever, um, hard nar- narcotics are mentioned anywhere, like even in movies, like, you know, like pulp, uh, maybe the, I think this actually stems from when I watched Pulp Fiction as a kid. How old were you? When I say, <laughs> say as a kid, I, think I watched it the first time. Uh, fuck, I think I was like 12 or 13. I was definitely pretty young. I could be wrong. Um, great movie. <laughs> One of my favorite oh, yeah. movies. It's unreal. Solid movie. Um, but the, uh, you know, all the heroin and, and needle scenes, like I had, I remember having some sort of reaction when I was a kid during that time. But, and then, and, and anything that gets, whenever I see that in movies, whenever I see like heroin and stuff like that, it's just like, uh, I get that weird clammy hand feeling like, it's like, I, I would never There's, do it in my life or whatever, but it's just like, for, for some reason, seeing that and seeing the needle, it's like this, these hard narcotics. And it's there's just a like, difference. Uh, sorry. Yeah, like, I feel like there's a difference between like, you know, if it's a, like a movie on, on Pablo Escobar and he, and yeah. he's, you know, he's shipping around, like, and you see it bagged up, there's a difference yeah. between that. And then like seeing a spoon and a needle mm-hmm. and, you know, people actually, uh, you know, injecting themselves like yeah, that. I, I can understand is like, um, and it depends, like there's some directors out there that really make you feel what they're trying to. And it's right. very uncomfortable. Like they're right. doing that to you. And like, honestly, that's pretty cool. Like this is a whole other topic, but that's, yeah. it's so cool when directors can control that aspect of a viewer's emotion, like, psyche, emotion. Like if it's right. affecting you physically and your hand, your hands are getting clammy, like it's pretty nuts that they're just it's part, <laughs> part of it. Like you said, is, is a mental thing. Of, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it is what it is. But I think other parts too are, you know, they do a good job of, you know, when people are like tripping balls and, um, you know, other people are sort of freaking out and, um, or like knowing that like an overdose is coming and you've seen a movie a bunch or yeah, like it it makes you like, you're still rooting for that to not happen. It's, it's, it's dangerous is what it is. And that, that anxiety (laughs) comes out. I I hear you. (laughs) hundred percent. So anyways, I got the IV in and, uh, the nurse is with me and, uh, she's wheeling me in to the surgical room. Uh, of course this is all during, and this is a month and a month and a half. It's all during COVID. So everything's like super, super locked down mask and everything. And uh, they brought, I was actually supposed to get this in March and they pushed it to September. That's like so COVID when everything, when everything started, happened, yeah. right? So um, they brought me into the surgical room and then they remove, I think they removed the IV and they put in the anesthetic and they're like, okay, the medicine's going in now. And then right, right away, like I thought that was going to be the point where I started having an anxiety attack because like, oh my God, like something's about to happen to me. Felt tired instantly, shut my eyes. I, I'd never gone to sleep faster in my life. Oh, <laughs> It was fantastic. That's amazing. It was like, oh, I'm and done. I, <laughs> I, I've seen you 
have some record breakers before. Oh yeah, so, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm well known to falling asleep pretty fast. Yeah. As my wife is very, very jealous of sometimes and is annoyed that uh, she wishes she has that skill, you know. Yeah, it's not uh, not one that everybody has. <laughs> um. So then I yeah I wake up groggy, like I just remember being. Sit, like constantly thirsty like asking for water 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 mm. like my mouth is just dry and my throat is killing me can't breathe oh, through no. my nose right because i just had the surgery yeah. i got the packing my throat is killing me because of the breathing tube that they put in which actually i asked one of our nurse friends and they said that i don't know if this is true or not but uh i'll, 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 t- I'll take her word for it uh she said they used the wrong size tube in your throat it's not supposed to hurt that much i don't know but i had a severe sore throat dehydrated thirsty and i can't breathe through my nose i don't know what's going on i'm groggy and uh you know i'm just asking for water and the time and i actually had to stay there a little bit longer because the uh the surgery site um i guess it wasn't healing like the blood wasn't coagulating or whatever and it just kept bleeding a little bit like drops or whatever so i had to stay there longer um turned out to be fine it just i had to stay there a little bit longer so they can keep an eye on me right dad comes and picks me up brings me home uh i thought it was going to be a little bit more grog groggy slash on drugs saying weird stuff after the surgery not so much uh i woke up pretty same 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 day you were home same day i was home yeah it was was a half hour surgery you're just delayed in there for longer than yeah long. yeah okay. and then i'm just so careful about not falling like oh yeah getting in my dad's truck him driving me home walking down the stairs of my house getting like sitting my ass on the couch like saying hi to my three-year-old son and tr- like, doing my best to not get, have him jump on me <laughs> oh yeah yeah hey the limbs just come flying oh, yeah Speaking of the limbs flying around, two weeks into recovery, uh, I'm holding him, right? And uh, I think, you know, two, three weeks, you know, I think it was actually three weeks in. It was like, you know, it was pretty comfortable. Things were healing nicely. Um, I was holding him and, and, and I went to go give him a hug. And then he just like, something happened on TV where he just twisted and jarred real quick and just crunched my nose with, uh, I think it was, not his fist, but with his elbow or something like, like it just like went like that to my right on my nose where I was still holding him. I am in severe, severe pain. Yeah. And I have to gradually fall down to my knees. So I don't drop my son and just cry for 45 minutes. Oh my God. It was square terrible. on the button, man, eh? dude. It was the worst. And yeah. right away, like I was on the ground for 45 minutes, like a, a good half hour. Mm-hmm. Right away, my son felt awful. He just yeah, course, started right? crying, and like Aww. it was so. It was actually kind of sweet, even though I was in pain. But yeah. the amount of guilt that he felt that he just clocked me, because he knows he like he, he he's three years old, but he understood that you know my dad's daddy's nose is being fixed and all that. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty bad. Uh, I actually had to go in to get it double checked and and there wasn't anything wrong thank god with the uh, ent doctor you know she was like you're fine nothing happened you know like you're not if you were consistently bleeding after that damage you know it would be an issue but uh no 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 problems there 
so well, that's pretty fortunate yeah so right like mm-hmm. it'll be a funny story later when he's older right you tell oh yeah him, like, no i'm definitely yeah definitely like, gonna tell don't, him that. don't hit me in the nose and you just clocked me a good <laughs> i was gonna say clocked me a good one but you get the idea yeah um, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Well, I mean, obviously, excruciating, but the, the mm-hmm. longer the time span goes, the funnier it'll become. Mm-hmm. I was thinking too, uh, just while you're taking a sip there, um, you know, for someone that openly says like I have anxiety about those types of things, yeah. I can't like the idea of wearing a mask while doing that has got to be way worse, right? Because you're not, you can't like control your breathing as much. It's a little more claustrophobic. Right. So I bet you that adds to it as well without, you know, you didn't mention it, but I, it probably mentally still like, you know, you weren't as comfortable as you could have been in that, in that spot. Yeah. A hundred percent. But the nurses did a pretty good job and, and, you know, I've been wearing masks, the mask for however, however many months so far. So it's, okay. I gotten accustomed, accustomed to it, but um, you know, I woke up without the mask on. I didn't have it on my face. So you know, you do, you do the COVID pre-screening uh, before the surgery. So it was three days before I was negative and I wore the entire time, uh, the mask the entire time, but I didn't have it on post-surgery. Um, I guess, cause they gotta, you know, you're bleeding. They gotta, they gotta watch you and make sure right, you're right. good and all that. Uh, I think as I was leaving though, and everything was fine and you know, the packing was normal. Like I had the mask on and like, I was, I was normal. I just had a, a severe sore throat after that. Um, yeah, I remember eating and drinking, man, after that day was just brutal. Very, very bad sore throat. Um, so you would not recommend is what you're saying. <laughs> well, I can breathe a lot better now out of my nose. Now I do hear and, and have read that, uh, you know, people have noticed difference, like night and day difference up to four to six months post-surgery. So we'll see how it goes. I I've been tracking my sleep. I get, I'm, I'm, I seem to be getting a little bit more sleep now. Um, my oxygen levels seem to be okay. I use Fitbit to track my track my sleep and my oxygen levels. Um, but uh, you know, I, I guess because it's winter time, it's getting a little bit more drier now. I might have to use a humidifier, and I still have allergies. You know, like I still they told well, me allergies aren't going to go away. Yeah, they're not going to go away. You know, I do allergy shots and all that, but you, you still might have some sleep issues and all that, but you're doing whatever you can to make sure you have a, a good, comfortable sleep. But I can tell you when I am congested and I do have an allergy attack, um, breathing is a lot, a lot easier. That's for sure. So I'm happy that I did it. And I'm, and I'm curious if, you know, a few months down the road or it's going to be even, even better. So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully it is. Yeah. So that your so you did that, that was your first surgery that you did, or your your only surgery that you did when you were a kid. Wasn't even surgery. Like I was just there's no surgery about it. It's just eventually. Oh, sorry, sorry. It was just uh, just IV and all that. Like that was your only major trauma incident as a, as a hospital visit. Yeah, I mean I've broken yeah. bones and like I've uh, had stitches before, but nothing um, nothing quite like uh, like that first time right it was just so weird actually that was the first time i ever saw gladiator i shared a room with uh somebody and he put it on the the tv and i hadn't seen it and i I was like this is the best movie i've ever seen wow so so it's funny uh you know like um it's funny what you remember like going back right like the pain in my mind is nothing compared to like i remember being mad at my aunt i remember uh you know the food wasn't that great but it actually for how 
you know, bad people talk about it. Like it was pretty decent. Like half the time there was an ice cream that came with it. You know, you're like, you're eating pretty healthy. Not that yeah. you're not when you're 12, 12 years old, but <laughs> um, you know, it was like good stuff. I was getting like half the time it was turkey with gravy. Like, you know, there's some good stuff there. So you'd recommend? Uh, I'd recommend, you know, not the, well, there's a couple of things. There's some plus and some minuses. Call me, you know, you got the, the blood test every morning at like six and uh, you know, that being plugged into the wall. Right. And Which, to, by the way, you piss. can unplug. Yes, you can unplug. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. and, but uh, you know, there's some there's some benefits nice. as well. Like, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, crazy time. I haven't, yeah, and since I thought actually when you said um, you know you have anxiety mm-hmm. about, um, I thought you were gonna go with you know just kind of being sick in general. Like for me, I, I've been so healthy for so long. Like I, I get sick once a day. I haven't been sick in, in a long time. Like you know, knock on wood, but, um, just like a cold. Yeah. Like even just a cold, I, I haven't had one. And I think, I mean, partially this year, I don't leave the house. So it's a little bit easier to not contract yeah. anything right out there. But, um, I do think, uh, like now I'm worried, you know, if I have to go to the hospital, like, is it worth it? Is it worth the time? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, it's just, uh, because of COVID or because of no, I just like I, I, I guess um, like I feel like when people are, are actually sick, yeah. like as long as people they just people for sure that take advantage and you know, they're trying to go there. But like for me, I, I had a like a sports injury a year mm-hmm. and a half ago, and um, you know my wife makes me like made me go to the hospital. She's like, I need you to get this this looked at. Right. And. Uh, and I was like, eh, I don't really want to. And like, you know, they give you the scale and it's like, how, how, uh, how bad is the pain out of 10? Right. And I was like, I'm walking on it. You know, now, like now you're this- smiling, you're smiling, telling the story right now. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's because you're thinking about, you're thinking to yourself, how ridiculous you, you, you must have sounded saying, uh, I don't want to go. Well, I like <laughs> the thing is like it's it's going to heal, right? Like the guy, the doctor, just let, it, like, just let it heal, just let it heal. The doctor just looks at it and he's like, "Yeah, all right, it's what you thought it was." I'm like, yeah. "Okay, well, that's that's great. Like, I wasted all this time going in there, you know. It's like you don't even know how long it's." But the piece, be. the peace of mind is valuable. I guess. I mean, um, <laughs> but uh, I think um, you know, like those people that are like because my wife and you know everyone's like oh what did you what did you put for the pain because they always try to move those people to the top it's like i can walk on it it's not my leg needs to be chopped <laughs> off or was chopped off like right. that should be a 10 out of 10 yeah so i think even when i couldn't walk on it and i was a kid excruciating like i probably only would have said like a six mm-hmm. like it could be worse you know like um but i think I, like i'm not afraid to to go in there i, I trust the professionals i just think like if i go into a hospital now it um it's going to be really worth it and actually like so my dad i'm pretty sure my dad and my sister both had their appendix appendices taken out mm. and uh um you know the uh the idea of it to me like i can feel it sometimes or like where it, it should be and then okay. i think like what if mine's bursted because like it's like poison for you like what if mine is, has bursted and I'm just like, ah, you know, it'll, it'll go away. And I, so I think, I think that's where the anxiety gets to me. Where the I'm poison like, will do its thing. It's fine. 
I'm like, one of these times I'm just going to drop dead because I was too stubborn to like go to the doctors. You should always, always. That's when the physicals come in and, you know, yeah. that, that kind of stuff. So, um, and definitely tell your doctor that you have a family history of that for sure. <laughs> you know, well, no case. one else though. Like, you know, my family's massive and out of mm-hmm. 30 of us, only two have had it. It just so happened to be my mom or sorry, my dad and my, my sister, but right actually on. my sister, the nerve of her, had to get it taken out on my birthday. So where did I spend my like 10th <laughs> oh, no. birthday or something? In the hospital. In, in, uh, yeah, it was brutal. The nerve. The, the nerve. The, the nerve. Any other day of the year. Unbelievable. Was, yeah, it's just terrible. Could have been celebrating. Well, you have to just, you just watch her lay there. Yeah. <laughs> just fly there. Um, I That, that kind of reminds me, just being stubborn. I, I have... <laughs> I have had a, story, a stubborn story where I should have definitely gone to a doctor. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it did happen recently, uh, 20, 2018. So I went to a friend's bachelor party and we did archery tag. Amazing game. If, have you ever played archery tag? It's no. it's, it's, it's awesome. Definitely do it. Uh, describe it a bit. Just so like, cause like I'm, you have a bow and arrow. What's the, um, like, it's kind of similar to paintball, I'm guessing. Yeah. So you have two teams. Uh, they're all, um, on the other side of the room, kind of like a dodgeball setup, yep. but there's uh, different obstacles. Everyone's got all, all the arrows are lined up in the middle and uh, you just run up, get your arrow, run back and hide and, and just shoot each other. Same, same as dodgeball with, but with um, so what a kind bow of... and arrow and the arrow is like, like obviously padded and all that. Okay. So that's what it is. Just a padded arrow. Like yeah. it's not a, no, it's a real arrow. Yeah. Like no, 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 I l- mean... many men died. Well, <laughs> I, I it's to the death. It's, it's to good. the death. It was a birthday. The birthday boy did the not. The groom made it. it. Oh, the groom made it. The um, well, I'm you know I'm I'm trying to picture if it's like Nerf, because it like if it's a, like a Nerf gun type yeah. scenario, you know, right. it's just not as real as mm-hmm. like like honestly, I'd probably rather just beam somebody in the no, face. No, dude, with a you ball. would you would love it. It it's okay. honestly you would love it. It's it's a lot of fun. I actually think we should probably once everything. Once the dust settles, we should yeah. probably go with our with our friends there and, and have a great time. That'd be awesome. Um, but I, I, you know, it was a bachelor party, so we're all pretty, pretty, uh, pretty gone. Um, and I ended up like trying to kick one of the obstacles. Oh, you to know get what? Better coverage. Right. Do you remember, I may have told you the story before. So you, I remember you, I, I don't know the, the back end of it. I do yeah. know this particular part of it because okay. you told me that you injured it. Yes. Yeah. So I ended up kicking this obstacle to get better coverage to like move it so I can fall down and like shoot somebody. And of course, um, I kick it as hard as I can because I'm extremely oh, intoxicated. Not? Yeah. And right away, it's a beanbag. Like it's a hundred, it's like a 300, 200 pound beanbag. It's massive. I thought it was like, <laughs> it could be light. It was not. I thought it was, I thought it was gonna be full of air or something like that. These are, it was just full of be- uh, uh, whatever it is. Oh the the pellets, right? Yeah, yeah, but like um, thousands of them. Yes, the of course. Uh, definitely tore my ligament. Uh, I could not walk properly for I'd say seven to eight months. Thank God I have a desk job. <laughs> that's in, that's a long time. Uh, it was a months. very long time. Yeah. So like, put some I, weight I, behind that boot, did you? At the point where, uh, 
I to, to and it was early on in the party. We're at the point where like I just iced like I iced it. I was out for the rest of the game, and then but the night was so early. We had like a party bus going to different venues, and I just had to keep pounding her back so I can just continue <laughs> continue yeah, the party. That's but uh, never say die in those nights. Exactly, man. The party, the show must go on. There you go. That's the saying. So. Uh, of course, the next day, wake up like, oh my god, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta drive back home. Was it, over uh, house. was it your driving ankle or the other one? It was my right foot. You know, oh, my dominant foot. How'd you get home? Oh god, it was brutal. Um, I, I was able to drive. It was fine. Like I can go back and forth. It was, I was in pain. Right. Um, and then my wife's like, you know, you should go to the doctor. You should definitely go to the doctor. Yeah, I've heard that like, before. Like, I, I'll just like stretch it out or something. see that's what i'm talking about like that's literally what happened the I one pro- time. dude i probably should have been in a cast um <laughs> but you know stretch i <laughs> that year i wasn't even working out or exercising at all like it was just you know i was literally driving to work sitting at a desk driving back home eating dinner and then sitting on a couch watching tv and going to sleep so i didn't do it was probably good that i didn't do a lot of uh, you know physical activity at the time but man probably should have been in a cast uh yeah that's my that's my one stubborn stubborn story i definitely learned my lesson I, after that one you think after even four months i'd probably go <laughs> to the doctor um but the, the pain was less severe and i was able to walk a little bit it was just like annoying more right. so so i so right away i was like all right it's healing like it's, it's doing its thing exactly. um but yeah I I, I I i understand where you're, where you're coming from yeah yeah, it's it's a, it's a crazy thing. I mean, it's so funny that you say that. Like, I've learned my lesson. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, I kind of have. And it, you know, we were talking earlier before where I'm like too shy to to ask if I can even unplug the the thing and how you mm-hmm. learn from it. And like, I have right. learned that for sure. I I do know. Um, you know, like if it if it is serious or, or structural, like I I've always just bounced back. So, um, but. You know, I, I guess I have to realize the fact now that like I am older, so uh, you know I have to take these things more seriously. So I feel like I, you know, in a sense, it didn't didn't hurt as bad or like you know no no permanent damage, but I did learn my lesson in a sense of uh, just trying to take care of myself, you know, for whatever it is. It doesn't have to be something super you know crazy like kicking a giant three hundred pound beanbag, but you know I can learn from stuff. Never again. Yeah. Well, now you know and knowing is half the battle that's true all right buddy all right, well i'll talk to you later on the next episode we'll end it here it's been about 50 our longest episode yet actually this is good yeah that's true yeah very nice yeah. <laughs> people listening people who will probably listen to it is like oh my god what is this it's been yeah. like 15 minutes and then now 50 minutes what the... <laughs> all right man all right man talk to you later yeah yeah Bye-bye. as well